well, I just pop over his boxes. Like I just peer, like my two eyes just peer over his boxes. It's brilliant. He's like, I'm never getting laid again. I'm like, when you do, I'll be there. I'll be right there with you, brother. There we go. Know where you can go. On the show this week is a guy who joined Made in Chelsea way back in 2013. He's also been a hit in Celebrity Big Brother and Celebs Go Dating twice. He's gone from Jamie's bitch to bona fide icon of MIC. It's your favourite and mine, Sam Thompson. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, Sam Thompson. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Abby. How are you? I am really good, thank you. How are you? Uh, really good. I've just realised how I'm sat and what I'm wearing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, all I need now is a beer. And I feel like I'd be really, I apologize. I've actually just got back from the gym. So I, I do, I, I, and I have to, and I, my timings weren't very good. So I apologize for my outfit. No, you're kind of bringing the, uh, the summer holiday vibes that we, that we all need. Cause rain. summer's gone. It's gone, isn't it? It is long gone. It is indeed, which absolutely sucks. I feel like Sam, I'm like quite nervous talking to you because I feel like at any moment I'm going to be pranked because you are literally the master of the prank. You think of all the details, you execute <laughs> it beautifully. And I'm sure loads of people listening have seen those over on your Instagram. One that had, had me absolutely howling recently was when you put flour in your partner's oh, yeah. hairdryer. Goes yeah. everywhere, doesn't it? Her hair's destroyed. It's up her oh, nose. Dude, oh, no. She, she was not. thing is, she... Well, actually, I'm not the master of pranks. TikTok is. It literally, I just go on TikTok and just, I, I, I just, I love that app. So I just scroll anyway through it. And, um, and, and they've all, all of these things have been done before, but just the great thing is that I then just sort of go, oh, I can't like, do that on Louise. Or like, oh, I can't like, do that on <laughs> Or like, oh, I can't like, do that on my girlfriend. And then like, and then, and then, yeah. And so, so, but to be fair, like everyone takes it pretty, to, pretty well to be fair. And then like, obviously the, the, the flower was pretty, I've realized you women, when you, blow your hair with a hairdryer, you do it face, well, I don't know if you do, but I know a few people now, they start like that. And like you yeah. go to part of your hair first and then you sort of work it round and stuff. I was just like, well, you're this is the perfect, you're the perfect person, my girlfriend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she literally sits down and goes, ah, and like warms herself up a little bit and stuff like that. And I was just like, you're going to get flowered, mate. <laughs> What has been your favourite prank to date, oh, do you think? Mate, I mean, there's poo, been a lot. Poo spray, poo spray on Pete in the car. 
that that by far was just was just my favorite thing ever the thing is though like they they the pranks have a shelf life you know like people are getting yeah. they get quite cottoned on and and you know people are starting to realize that you know if you're chilling with me is it just because i want to chill with you or is it because i want something to happen so like even in that car which is ages ago that was sort of like around christmas time last year i think or maybe it was early this year but like i had him in the car and he was like why are we sitting in the car and i was like i had to make i had to make a funny video to make the funny video so i was like we're gonna sit in the car because i want to do this anyway with him i want to sit in the car and do step brothers with him you know when they right. sing they, they you know when they sing that like the, the family sing that thing so i was like we're gonna sing and he was like in his head, he was like, that sounds weird and annoying enough for it to be a legit Sam idea. And then whilst we're doing this sing song, I'm spraying the fart spray and that's what I'm actually trying to do. God. But it just, you have to go so deep now. There are like seven, seven different levels to this thing now that like actually, like you're doing a prank within a prank now just to get the prank out. So yeah, it's yeah. becoming increasingly harder. Yeah, everyone's like red alert with you, I guess, aren't they? Like, oh, oh that yeah, looks like he's playing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you want people to actually just want to hang with you <laughs> not avoid you yeah how many yeah. Uh, pranks have gone like horribly wrong did any like pop into what? your brain you know, let me try and think do you know what none and that, that really is, no yeah, i can't think of anything that hasn't actually really come off actually to be fair like i've been very lucky with with, with the stuff that i've done or i've just got a very gullible family but like most most things, if not everything, I'm trying to think. Like even things that they know something's going to happen. Like they, for example, my I did this thing on my sister, which which I think Gordon Ramsay's daughter did on him. I was like, that's fucking living. Oh, sorry, hilarious. And uh, I was like, I was like, look into this bottle of water, and um, and I'm going to make this egg fall into the bottle of water. And I was going, look, ready? Just look over. She's like, I went, look over. It's 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 in the water now. And she's like. I know it's not like what you're talking about, <laughs> but she still looked over and I went, Shh, and Oh and no, I I've like, seen that one. But even she, like, even she was just like, I know it's not in there, but like, she still went over. And it's like, like, even when they, like, they kind of know what's going on, it's like they still, like, don't know what's going on. So it's, it, to be honest, I've been incredibly lucky with, with the, with, with how it's all gone off. But you've got to be careful though, because you don't want to push people too far. And no. Uh, and I've done that a couple of times where, where if you pick someone on a bad day, <laughs> it doesn't go Whoa. too well. Yeah. I wondered actually if any of your friends and family have tried to get you back in, in a big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zara um, tries loads, but she's possibly one of the unfunniest prankers you've ever seen. Not because <laughs> she can't do it, just because she starts laughing before it's happened. So you like, know it's she'll coming. Try- She'll try and do something. And, and and actually, it would have been quite a good joke. But then she goes, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you laughing at? She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I know you're doing something. And like, it's just, and she gives the game away. But it's, to be fair, it's actually really cute because it's like, she's like a kid. You know, when a kid's like, they can't hold it in. And it's like, oh my God. Uh, the other reason I'm very happy to have you on the podcast is you are a fellow Chelsea fan. Chelsea fans, Come of course, on, always welcome. So talk to me about Chelsea. Have you been like a fan since you were a little Sam Thompson? Absolutely. Uh, my dad took me to my first game when I think I was like six. I remember I went to watch Chelsea Feyenoord um, in the UEFA League. I think it was called the UEFA League back then or something like Maybe it was just the UEFA Cup. And um, I remember sitting in this in this seat in, in Stamford Bridge at such a young age 
And uh, lo and behold, we then ended up getting season tickets. And those exact, because I had such a good time with him, that we ended up getting season tickets in those exact two seats till this very day. Which oh, is that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I've had those tickets for like near enough 20 years, which is, which is crazy. In the same seat with my dad, um, which is so cool. But he actually, he wanted me to be a Crystal Palace fan because um, he used to be a Palace fan. And, um, and so he took me to a, a, a Palace game even before I went to my first Chelsea game. Uh, I barely remember it, but I do remember they did this game a half time. It was like the crossbar challenge and one of the, um, one of a fan they would pick would come and try and hit the crossbar. And at Selhurst Park, he hit the crossbar and he gave me the shirt that they gave him, which was really, really cool. Uh, wow. But for some reason, I just still, and Chelsea weren't that good at this point either. You know, we were, we were in the Dennis Wise, Taraji Flow, sort of like Zola time. So we weren't bad, but we weren't who we are now. And uh, I, remember I used to play football with some of my mates in the garden um, and uh, in the park, sorry. And we, um, and, uh, and they all support Chelsea. So I was like, dad, I'm going to be a Chelsea fan. And, uh, and I've now converted him, which is great. So yeah, very long winded story. But yeah, Chelsea fan since, uh, since day dot. Since way back when, who's your all-time favourite player? Because you mentioned Zola oh. then. For me, he he is it. I just absolutely love Who, him. Who did you say? Z- Zola. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love. I love Zola to bits. Is he my all-time favourite? I'm not sure, just because I was quite young when like, he was really kicking off. Um, my all-time favourite player would have to be... Oh, this is such a weird one, but it's... Not weird, it's probably such just a basic one, but Frank Lampard. Um, mm. And there's two reasons. One, I met him when I was really young and he was like one of the nicest guys ever. Love that. Like just so goddamn lovely. Uh, and like, like I was like, can I get your autograph? And he literally stood up and gave me like over-delivered and everything. And then um, just the way he goes about, this is so boring for you, I'm sure, but he, like, the way he goes about himself, like I love his... Uh, like work ethic. I like the way he's an intelligent guy. Like he got some good school grades. Like when he speaks to the media, when he was Chelsea manager, he was so eloquent and articulate and like, he really would explain why he'd done things so well. And like, I just think that I, I, and I remember, I can't remember who it was who said it, but someone made the comparison to him and Gerard, which they did a lot. And uh, his, they said, I think someone who coached both of them were like, Gerard has got a lot more natural talent but Frank Lampard has a lot better work ethic. And that is why they're equal. Because um, Frank Lampard will stay on that stay on that training pitch for hours on end. And I think that's such an amazing thing to have. And I just, mm. I just love him. He's a Chelsea hero. Yeah, he's... Although, yeah, he's, although, he's, he's sorry, although, I mean, I did have Zola. Uh, he's in my email address, which I'm not going to give out, but his number... Really? <laughs> yeah. His number is... People are, expect people like frantically trying to guess your email now. That's absolutely oh, yeah. hilarious. You won't, you, you won't guess what the before bit is. Like, it's one of my old email addresses. <laughs> oh, yeah. One that doesn't date well. We've all got one yeah, of yeah. those. It's yeah. not the one I give to professionals, put it that way. <laughs> I'd probably get laughed out of the room. I've also... Um, I played I played uh, Call of Duty with Mason Mount. No, with... you haven't. I'm, yeah, no, mate, I'm so jealous. What? Mate, when? I slid, I slid into his DMs uh, and uh, I'm actually like... I'm not that old, but like I'm, some, I'm, I'm like late twenties, right? What well, I'm twenty nine, and um, and he's like twenty one, twenty two, and uh, I literally was like, and this is back when he wasn't as big as he is now. It was like just a Mason Mount super fan. I sent him to his DMs and he replied, and I literally it was like I was chatting up a girl, 
And I was like, what, <laughs> what do I say next? And Nietzsche was going up to me, like, what do I say? Like, saying, go out to a girlfriend, being like, I don't know, what do I, do I go with the aubergine now? Like, what do I do? Like, how do yeah, I Do I, I play it cool? When can I kiss yeah, him? I don't know. <laughs> and then we ended up playing, we ended up playing um, COD together. And, uh, and he had just scored the winning, not the winning, but the last goal against Real Madrid in the, do you remember oh, the Champions League last yeah, season? Amazing. And, and I was playing COD with him and I was like, just don't ask. Just, just don't ask. Just pretend like deep breaths. Don't ask. <laughs> literally. So the first ten minutes of the game, I'm like, because he's quite good as well. I was just like, we talk about the game stuff. So I was like, yeah, 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 cool. Like ten minutes later, I was like, snuck in a. So it's like playing against Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when someone can just tell, and they're like, oh, this guy. And he's like, yeah, he was all right. And I was like, what was it like scoring, scoring against the shedhead? <laughs> and hey, hey. it just started coming out like word vomit. And just every single minute, I'd be asking a Chelsea question. So he probably never wants to play with me again. <laughs> In other good news, I've seen that you're going to be an uncle soon. You must be really excited about that. I am very excited about that. Terrified at the same time, Abby. Um, yeah. it, uh, it's not something that I have been uh, learned for. Put it that way. I mean, I, I'm the child in my family. So, like, I, do, I have no idea how to... I've actually been taking baby holding lessons. So you've got to have the head... That's a thing? Slightly elevated. Or is it down? I can't remember. One of these. One of these. I'm elevated down. And, uh, like, <laughs> well, I'm hopefully you get it the right way around when it's the real, well, <laughs> the real thing. With, my, with one of my best friends has just had a kid. So I've literally just been like, right, so I'm just like that. And I'm like, just so hold it like that. And like, okay, right. And then, like, they're just... It's just so much responsibility that, like, I just I want to be a good uncle. I really do. I want I want my my nephew to like be like, can I go and stay at Sands and stuff like that. So I want to get it right from an early from an early yeah. age. Yeah, that's true. You want to be the good uncle, lovely Uncle Sam, but they want to stay with all the time. I get that. They've just done their, they've just done their gender reveal as well, and it's a boy, which is lovely. So, oh, a um, little lad. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So, yeah. Football in the park. Come on. Come on. Okay, Sam, before we go any further, let me explain how the rest of today is going to work. So we've been through the internet and we found a bunch of stuff that people really want to know about you, Sam. It's time for you to face the celebrity search engine and give the world the answers that they really want to know. Are you ready? I'm, 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 I actually really think it's an amazing concept, by the way. So, yeah, I'm quite terrified. But, yeah, go shoot the hit. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, he looks a bit more nervous now. <laughs> Let's see what we can find on you, Sam. Uh, we all know that sometimes the, the Google autofill can throw up some interesting questions. So what happens when we put in Sam Thompson and the word who? The first search is, who is Sam Thompson? Sam, explain yourself. Normally, when, uh, when my friends will Google my name, um, it, it, they have a real big laugh because it still comes under. Uh, if you type in Sam Thompson, I think a picture of my sister turns up. Let me just let me <laughs> even still, yeah, 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 yeah. Sam Thompson. Let me have a little look. Oh no, it's me. It's me now. It's me now. For the for the for the longest time, um, it used to be a photo of my sister, which I thought was quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Sam Thompson is a is who is Sam Thompson. Sam Thompson is an ex-bartender that um, just wanted to get into nightclubs for free and, and, and go on a couple of dates with girls because I didn't have any luck back in the day. Uh, and, um, and then very happily and luckily fell into his dream job. Genuinely, I joined reality television being like, well, I was 20 years old and I was like, I'm going to just 
enjoyed this time of my life and then just never looked back and was like, oh, actually, there's so many more facets and stuff to the, as you know, to this sort of industry that I absolutely love. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what I would do if I, you know, can host things or, you know, do be a guinea pig on different sort of uh, social experiments and, and like make crazy wacky advertisement stuff like i love all that kind of stuff i don't know what else to do so i was very fortunate so that's who sam is ex-bartender who wanted to uh go on a couple dates but now is actually doing what he loves hey it's a beautiful story uh the next thing that people are searching is who is sam thompson dating oh no well i mean <laughs> That's a good question because for the most, if you would ask me a couple of years ago, I'd be like, well, you tell me because I'm just having no luck. But um, I'm dating <laughs> with Zara McDermott, who there are a few memes about about our not so positive times. Um, and uh, so I'm sure they probably now know who I'm dating. <laughs> but um, yeah, Zara McDermott, we've been together for two and a bit years now. Uh, going rather strong, actually. I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I sometimes wake up next to her and go, is this still real? You know, you're like, is this a dream? Oh. Or are you still there? And she's still there. It's <laughs> nice. She's still but there. Yeah, are, um, obviously had a few, I had a few, I say obviously, you, I mean, who the, you probably don't know about my past relationships, but had two on main Chelsea prior to that, which failed miserably. <laughs> um, and then, uh, see, do you know what? So my whole modern dating life has been on, on TV. How weird is that? Oh my god, it has, isn't it? I guess because you start you started when you were so young. That's I mad. And I didn't really date beforehand because I was just terrified. I just didn't really know what I was doing. So every girl, so my first girlfriend was on Main Chelsea, and like you, when you know when you're like making all these mistakes, you don't know what the hell you're doing, and like you're doing that on TV, and you're like learning as you go, and you're like, oh my god! I, only now you look back on it and go, wow, I got that wrong. Uh, there are quite a, quite a few things where you're like, God, I wish I'd learned a lot of this before I'd sort of like televised it all. But, oh my um, God. Can you watch that back? Like the old episodes? Or are you just like, yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, of that- course. People, people have like, are like, oh, what are we, are we doing kids? I'm like, I'll fucking show them. Yeah. What's <laughs> this? TV gold. No, no, don't do this. And then you'll be like, <laughs> you see this? Right. Don't do that. Just, just anything but that, please. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, so relationship. Who started dating would be Zara, but a few exes along the way for sure. So, how did you and Zara meet them? Uh, oh my god, this is brilliant! She slid into my DMs. Oh hey, my DMs. Uh-huh. Uh Well, well, I had like tactically. I actually remember I was I was in the Dominican Republic doing a job uh, with a girl called Olivia Bo- uh, Bowen. Now um, she's going out with a guy called Alex Bowen amazing couple and uh, and a girl called Gabby Allen also ex Love Island and I we were doing this job together and I basically was like who's this girl and it's some ex Love Island they were like oh this girl called Zara McDermott and I was like she's so hot and so I was like liking some of her pics being like what do I do and then she slid into my she obviously saw the likes and slid into my DMs whilst I, whilst I was out there and uh, and I remember just my online chat was so bad that these two girls that I was with were just like you are like just just lock in a date and shut up they're like blocking a date where you can actually see them. You're, you're yeah. okay in flesh, but over digital, you're terrible. And they were like, oh. so just like, just, just lock a date in and then just cut her off. So that's what I did. Locked in a date and then said, all right, I'll see you there. <laughs> Love that. And then the rest is history. Here you are. The rest is history. I, uh, I remember our first date. We went to a place called Sticks and Sushi and I made her sing in front of the restaurant. 
what? Yeah. <laughs> we need yeah, more context. Like, she was like, I like to sing. And I, we had a few, I think we were on the sake and we just had a few sakis. And I was like, do you know what? Get I, I got up and dinged a glass. Oh, I was like, stuff. hello everybody. The girl that I'm in love with, bear in mind first date, the girl that I'm in love with would like to uh, sing a rendition to everybody. And she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she wanted to see you again. I mean. Uh, I don't know, actually, to be fair. That could have been, <laughs> that, to be, I think that was a bit of a bold shout. Like most people would yeah. be like, this guy's an absolute knob. Uh, but something sort of worked. So yeah, so we then went on a second, then a third, then a fourth, and then before you know it, we're together. Oh, I mean, you touched on it a little bit with uh, with the memes. It's fair to say you guys have had a few, you know, ups and downs, but is it harder having to live that out, you know, in the national media, everyone talking about it, everyone having their say, or are you at a point now, because you've been in reality TV for a while, that you're just like, you know what, just, I'm going to, I'm going to block this out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I've never really been through that before. Because um, when you do it on like a TV show like Main Chelsea, nothing against, you know, Tao or Main Chelsea, but like they're, the breakups are quite within the show. So it's not like a media thing. It's more of just like a, a TV thing. And then mm-hmm. people like send their little tweets being like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. But like on this, it was like, like no one really knows people know maybe know who I am and no one really cares what I'm doing. I'm just like, as I said, Louise Thompson's little brother. So like, so I've never really had such eyes on me mm-hmm. before. Um, where, whereas it was sort of like, you know, like I had like paparazzi, like outside my house where mm-hmm. I was just like, what the, f-? like, this isn't interesting. Like, it's just, it's just not interesting. I, I know that it's not interesting. And, uh, and like, there'd be like photos like on the daily mail of me. Cause I, when I got on the phone, I walk around the block because I, I got, I got ADHD and I don't know if that actually is why I do it, but like, I just, I can't sit in one spot. Like even now you can see, I keep moving my laptop front ways and I keep sitting back and stuff. Cause I can't stay still. Yeah. And so like, I just take my phone calls around the block and stuff. And they'd be like, Sam Thompson on, on aggressive phone call. I would literally be talking to my sister or like, I just like, but you know, sometimes your face just contorts a certain way. Yeah, and, like, and they get that people. shot, don't they, where you look really pissed off. Or, yeah, 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 you, you yeah. look aggressive or whatever, yeah. You know what they really do well, and I learned from this whole experience, was was it looks like you know they're there. Because, like, I will look up, and it looks like I'm looking directly at the camera, and I just will just be looking up. I will actually just be looking. And I don't know how they do it. Like, they make it look as if you're genuinely watching them. And it's so Sorcery. But it's also like, it's like, I must have seen you. Like, I, I have to have seen you. <laughs> so that was kind of weird because I've never really had anything like that before. When you're going through a bit of a bad time and you see sort of like photos of you looking angry and you're like, I wasn't even angry at that point and stuff. It was, it was a bit tough. But, you know, I think also because I've done sort of this world for so long, my whole life has kind of been documented. Well, my early life, like my early adult life anyway. Um, it, I suppose it kind of does help a little bit. And I've been always quite good at sort of drowning that kind of stuff out. Like I know no one really cares that much. So like, it's not like I like go and do these like big things. And like, like, I, I, like when people were asking me about it at the time, I was like, I don't want to talk about it and stuff. Cause it's just, no one, no one cares. And then, uh, yeah. And then we got back together and stuff. And, and it was, um, it was just a very public thing uh, that I can understand why it would be. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, do you know what? This sounds so cliche, but like, I feel like it's just, it's made things better. Mm-hmm. 
for both of us, not just not just me, for her, like her, like I was always I remember being like I want to I will only like carry things on I suppose if like if I genuinely believe that she has learned from like what she's done. She was like twenty two at the time I think twenty two. Mm. Mate, when I was twenty two, I was doing some stupid stuff like <laughs> well, we all yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I was doing some silly stuff and like, I was like, do you know what? Like sometimes it takes moments like that to be like, oh, actually, you know, is that the kind of person I want to be? And is that, mm-hmm. the, you know, am I going to learn from this? Am I going to grow from this? Because this sounds so preachy, but like, am I going to, you know, be a better person than that? And I had to go through that more than once. So like, if I expected people to give me second and third chances and stuff, then I should give that to other people. I was like, but only if I feel like they actually want to be better. And mm-hmm. I really did what she did. And I was like, you know what? I've been an absolute idiot a lot of times. So I was like, you know what? It's uh, if you can learn from your mistakes, then that's what they are. It's just a mistake. And, you know, you can just, it's just a lesson. So, uh, and then we've gone through and, and I think we both matured a lot. Um, and, and, and you know what? I think it also gives you a good out. You know, if you want to get out of that mm-hmm. relationship, that's kind of quite a, good way of being like right we'll see you later you know i look yeah. all right for this and and now i can now i can leave um and so i had to sort of sit down and go is this actually what i want and stuff like that and i was like yeah it kind of is so I was, and then and then i suppose once you make that decision things become easy because you go well i clearly want to spend what i like to think the rest of my life with this girl i've kind of made my decision anyway so yeah it was kind of just a a soul searching moment in time. I've just gone on a massive monologue. I am sorry. <laughs> no, but it, it was obviously such a pivotal moment for the two of you. And now, like you say, you're kind of stronger than ever. It means you're going to be so honest with each other. You've both grown as people. Yeah. It's it's good, really, isn't it? It's funny how sometimes these things weirdly work themselves out. Well, exactly. You know, I you get a lot of people like, no, like, like whatever. People aren't perfect. And like, and I just think that I sure as shit am not perfect <laughs> language. So like, like if I sit there and expect other people to be perfect, then I'm a complete hypocrite. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think that it's, it's everyone's allowed to make a mistake or two. And, 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 and I, the main thing is just mad happy. So yeah, that's that. As long as I can strive towards that, then, you know, everything else hopefully will just work out. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy for you guys. Uh, the other search is who is Sam Thompson's sister? I mean, we've kind of been talking about her already. Uh, your yeah. sister Louise, obviously in Made in Chelsea, and you guys seem really close as well. The big LT, she's uh, <laughs> she, although she's absolutely tiny, but she's my big LT. She, she's the older sister. Yeah, she's did uh, it. It's funny having an older sister who's five one. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like it's just odd. Um, but yeah, it's even funnier seeing her pregnant. By the way. Um, oh yeah. She's mate. She's damn awesome. She's my best mate, other than Pete. And uh, and and she, who's my other best mate, who I met on a different TV show, but she, uh, she is, she's just been there. She's been there for everything, thick and thin, really. We're super tight. We've lived next to each other and with each other for God, as long as I can really remember. Uh, she was, she helped me on Made in Chelsea when I first started. She was like, you know, very protective over me when I when I make stupid decisions. Uh, she would be the first one. What was great about her is that I would like clearly be in the wrong for something. Like I would like, I don't know, like cheat on my ex, my first ever girlfriend and just be an absolute idiot. Right. And then she would be like, to me would be like, 
you're such an idiot. You need to grow up. You need to fucking become a better man, a better human being. How can you, she's a lovely girl. How can you treat her like this? And then when anyone else tries to do it, she goes, whoa, 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 what the hell are you talking about? That's my brother. Yeah, and it's just like, (laughs) just being in the other room. So good. Calling me every name under the sun. (laughs) And now you're out here being like, whoa, whoa, who the hell do you think you're talking to? And I suppose that is, um, is, is, you know, the kind of person she is, you know, she's incredibly protective and I'm very, very lucky to have, to have Louise in my life for sure. Yeah. That is like perfect big sister energy, isn't it? But it must've been amazing to have her alongside you on Made in Chelsea because I still can't get my head around that show. I still don't really understand how it works, but it's, it's huge. <laughs> you know, and you just, yeah, you just got totally like thrust onto it. And you're like, oh, okay, this, so this is happening. I would say it's good and bad having her there because, well, she's not there anymore, but she, she, it was tough sometimes because she was a very main person on the show. And, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been through my fair share of relationship highs and lows and fallouts and people and negative tweets and stuff like that. But when it's your family, it's was, it was almost harder to see than yourself. Because when mm. it's yourself, one, either got yourself to blame or you can just like, you just deal with it within yourself. Whereas if it's someone that you really care about, you're like, I can't do anything. And it's just mm. a bit tossed. And I have to like see the ex-boyfriend that you've been with that I've like made friends with and then film with them. And so it was, it was quite, it was a weird, it was quite a weird situation to, to, to be in because obviously, you know, you never want to see any negatives um, within your sibling's life. And then mm-hmm. obviously being on sort of a reality TV show back then, there, you know, there was a fair amount of it. And uh, and so it was it was relatively hard, probably for both of us. I mean, definitely her on me as well, because I, as I said, made quite a few mistakes. Um, <laughs> she never really made mistakes, though. She normally just sort of like just found found love in the, in the wrong person. And then it was just quite like hard to see. So it was amazing because she was so protective. Um, but it was also quite tough because you never want to see someone go through like, you know, that kind of drama in their life if you mm-hmm. care about them. Okay, it's time to move from the who's to the how's. Uh, Great question, this. I I love the internet. Uh, How is Sam Thompson rich? (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love this bit. I get this so many times. I get so many people like, yeah, you're a multimillionaire, mate. It's like, where have you got that stat from? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. Like, I, I wish I had. Like, I, I wish I. I mean, it would be all right, wouldn't it? I love Made in Chelsea. They made me sound like an absolute baller. It's so good. I literally read these things. I'm like, yeah, these guys honestly think that I'm like a billionaire. It's so good. Like, I've never been on a yacht in my life. Not ever in my life. Like, I, you know, Made in Chelsea have taken me on my best holidays ever. If I didn't love have that. Made in Chelsea, I wouldn't be in Saint Tropez. <laughs> they take me there and then I get to live this amazing life. I sometimes feel like a a bit of an imposter. I have a slight imposter syndrome on that show actually, because I, yeah, like a lot, a lot of people who are there are like very, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And, um, and I sort of, (laughs) no one even supports a football team on Made in Chelsea. They're too posh to support a football team. They're too posh and important. (laughs) Yeah. They like rugby. (laughs) like rugby oh yeah and i'm like i I don't mind it like there's an international game i'll watch it but like you don't support a football team like they don't play fifa like well no one plays call of duty like no one has a nando's like i'm tagging off (laughs) who are these people aliens (laughs) mate like robots and i just don't understand like so i walk in i'm like talking to the soundies and cameramen 
because I have no one else to talk to being like, mate, see the result last night. And they're like, they like, yeah, like, you know, whatever, like a lot of them are Liverpool fans or whatever. So there's like so many fans, so much fans. Go to the cast. I'm like, oh, lads, you excited for the new FIFA? And they're literally like, well, I haven't hmm? played PlayStation since like I was 13. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, cool. And they're like, they're like, but you know, obviously I didn't watch the heart, the, the Quins versus Wasp. I'm like, that sounds like a Nat Geo documentary. Like that, that's a rugby game. I was like, I, I, just, I don't get it. Yeah, I feel quite, um, I feel like a, I feel like an outsider sometimes in that land. But yeah, back to the question, how does that become rich? Uh, I would like to tell you in a few years when I, when I, when I am, which would be, which would be great. To be fair, we'll do a TED talk. And yeah, like, yeah, all right. I don't know what my business is yet, but it's, it's going to be something good. He's, he's working on a pitch, so we'll get he's back working, to that. He's working on a pitch. <laughs> The next question is is kind of linked, actually. Uh, how much is Sam Thompson worth? This one is the one that always gets everyone squirming. Yeah, yeah, this is a great question. Uh, how much am I worth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, millions. How, Let's say millions how, and billions. <laughs> how do you know? I mean, your bank account changes each month, you know? So, like, you know, one, one, you can have a good month one month. But then, I don't know, you can go and buy some new clothes and then it's, then it's shit again. So, like... <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, I'm only worth as much as my bank account says I am, you know? So I would probably, I don't have like a business or like, I don't have like a, you know, anything to sort of judge, I suppose, judge that by um, in terms of like, you know, when you're like, right, you know, they're like Elon Musk is his business is worth like however trillion pound or whatever. But I, I just, I just, I just cash a paycheck every now and then. And, <laughs> and <laughs> And go for go from there, really. Um, I mean, the internet's saying one million. So, would we go with that? Yes, absolutely. Come on, have that, <laughs> mate. If you whatever the internet says, definitely because it's going to be more than I am. So, I will, I will take, I will take a million, a hundred percent. And if we can please make that official, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Definitely. Um, okay. A lot of people are searching, and this should be no surprise because you guys are inseparable. How did Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks meet? Uh, Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks met on the... Uh, oh, don't. On, it's like, a love story. I'm well enough already. It, it, it is. So we, we <laughs> first met... Pete won't remember this, but we first met at a nightclub called Rain. Uh, and uh, it's in Piccadilly Circus. And um, I, I knew who Pete Wicks was. Super fan, mate. And... Uh, when I, I went like near him and he just didn't even acknowledge me and I was like, I'm too scared to go and say hello. And then it turns out that literally a month after that, I was doing Celebs Go Dating and uh, and because I'd just been dumped again. And uh, so this is my second time on Celebs Go Dating. And I just saw him from across the room in this mixer that we were at and just the hair, the eyes, the attitude, the getting with the girls. And I was like, I want you to be my brother. And so I didn't really give him a choice. I just went over to him and just went, I've picked you. I went, I went, I've just attached yourself you. to him. <laughs> I literally, like a limpet to a rock, like just went, I have chosen you to be my brother. There is nothing you can do about it, sir. And I literally never let him go since then. I mean, he, he still barely picks up my phone. I would call him like every day. Like if I hadn't done those kind of things, we probably wouldn't be mates now. Like it was all me. I put in everything oh. to the relationship. <laughs> And I just forced him to speak to me. And, and then I used to ask, I used to ask production whether I could film with him. So like, I'd be like, I'd be like, guys, like if we ever do like a double date or the agents like want to put us on a double date, can I do it with Pete? And they'd be like, 
yes, we'll put you a pee. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> so how long have you been friends then? That's been a while, hasn't it? Been about three years now, yeah. Two and a half oh, years. Beautiful we stuff. Married, we're going to get married. <laughs> you um, you went on the circle together and that oh, was... the best thing ever. What, what a duo. I mean, how was that experience? Uh, one of the best, one of the best things. It, I thought it was going to be really tough because it's a very, very confined area. Um, but you just make your own fun, and we had just such a blast. And uh, <clears throat> and and it was just like, what was really fun and nice was that when we spent that amount of time together, we were still friends. Um, yeah, because that's you know, intense, like, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was shouting at me every single day, but like, <laughs> but like, like we we do work really well together. It's not like just a thing. Like it's not something that, oh yeah, like, you know, when they're doing like a TV thing or whatever, like, you know, they can go, like we, I could spend a month with Pete alone. Like it's, it, 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 it really did show me that like, God, we're actually like best mates. Oh, stop. I love it. Is there any like behind the scenes secrets we didn't get to see on TV for that show? I'm very intrigued. Uh... I don't even know what they showed. <laughs> One of the things is Pete threw me in a shower. In a, in a, in a, in a, in a I think they actually thought this was bullying, so they might not have put it on, but he threw me in a shower when I was. we had to dress up like Peter Andre and a mysterious girl came on the speakerphones and he put me in the shower and went, dance, dance. And I was like, I was like, going, okay. In the shower. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the things. That we, I came out and he was like, he was like, because I'm quite an energetic person. He was like, don't like being put on the spot, do you, mate? And I was like, that was really tough. I was like, I really struggled with it. And then, yeah, so probably when he just threw me in the shower, that I don't think that got seen. Oh, I thought you were traumatised. I was. <laughs> I think I've seen from from doing these searches that you've got a tattoo of Pete on your arm. Is oh, that a thing? Read it and wait. Let me have a look. Yeah. Look at oh, that. that's really good, actually, isn't it? Good likeness. Yeah, yeah. I asked her to give him, like, I wanted to be more realistic, so I asked for more underbag lines. I was like, yeah, yeah, that he looks way too clean there. I was like, I want, I want lines by his nose and underbags, please. And then she did that, and I went, that's more like it. There he is, looking more rock and roll. He's got me on oh. his hip, by the way, to let you know. Oh, has he? Oh, I didn't realise that. How's your tattoo looking? Is it flattering, would you say? Well, I just pop over his boxes. Like, I just peer. <laughs> like, my two eyes just peer over his boxes. It's brilliant. He's like, I'm never getting laid again. I'm like, when you do, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, brother. <laughs> there we know where you can go. Also, Phil has thrown up some other fun suggestions as well. So don't think we're done just yet, Sam, with the, no, the who's I'm in the house. Um, the next one is, <laughs> what does Sam Thompson do? <laughs> it's a good question what what do you do what do you do on a day-to-day basis so on a day-to-day i what would i say my main well the main passion the thing that i want and will do uh more of is broadcasting i absolutely love mm-hmm. it um i i remember so i left main chelsea about three years ago um because i just i was like, i need a break and uh I went and worked, and I was so lucky and fortunate to get this. I went and worked for a <clears throat> for a company called AOL Bill. They're not around anymore, but they were they basically used to inter- they were a digital in, uh, interviewing platform, and uh, we interviewed some amazing people from like you know Love Island stars to X Men actors to uh, Becky Hill to like you know Dick and Dom or whoever the hell it like literally Emma Wiss, everyone you could think of would come. It was like quite a good, well known thing. 
Um, and I went for a, just off the bat, went for a, um, cart, not casting, but like a tryout for it. And, and I'd never hosted anything before in my life. I was like, I know that's what I want to do. And I really want to learn. And so I went for it and I went up against 10 other people and, and got it, got the head cool. presenter. There. Um, and so I had to learn basically on sort of on the go. Uh, my first few interviews were, were a shambles. And, um, but like I, but then I got the hang of it. And so by the end I was smashing out sort of four interviews a day. Um, wow. And it, and it was, it was just so amazing. We had a live audience. We had a gallery in the air. <clears throat> uh, it was just, it was just, it was amazing. It was all live as well. And uh, I learned so much about that section of the industry. And I, was like, I just knew that's what I wanted to do. You know, when you've got the audience enjoying the talent that you're interviewing, you've got the gallery in your ear, um, they're happy. They're even cracking gags in your ear. The talent itself <laughs> is relaxed and everything's just in synergy. I imagine it might be what like a DJ is like, where everything's just working quite well. And uh, you just leave on such a high. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So um, I did that for a year and then, uh, and then went back to Maine and Chelsea after learning so much. And, uh, you know, I've, I've dabbled in a bit of radio recently. I have hosted certain things and I just, that's what I love. And that's what I enjoy. Um, just like interviewing people, kind of doing what you're doing to me, to be fair, just sort of like just asking people about, and I, I like talking to people. Yeah. And so that's the career that I want to do. But it's a long old ladder. There's a lot of people who want to do it, or there's a lot of people who don't want to do it but think they should do it. Um, and so I'm very aware that it's a, it's a long old ladder to climb, but I, I enjoy the climb, so it doesn't really bother me. So that's what I would say I do, because that's the dream. Um, to get by, I a lot of stuff I do, I, I, make, uh, I do a lot of digital marketing. So people would be like, oh, it's an influencer, which... I suppose it really could be seen as that, but I create videos like advertisement videos for different brands, which I really enjoy. It's like a really fun, creative thing where you can basically, they just give you digital control and uh, they go like, here's an ice cream, do whatever you want. You're literally like, okay, sweet. And then you create like, I like to think that we create sort of like TV worthy adverts for- Yeah, I was gonna say the way you do it, I think is is really interesting though, because it's not the typical kind of influencer thing. It's not just you, you know, posing with a with an ice cream. You always put like this huge story into it. There's like a narrative, you're, yeah, you're in, you're in costume, fun. you're opening Zara, you're opening Pete, you're bringing in other yeah. friends. Like you say, it's like a short blockbuster. I'm like, how long did that take him? It, ta- it takes quite a long time, but it's also, yeah. it's also- like it's fun to get that creative with things and then be given like it's not actually that hard you know when you like see adverts on tv and you're like there are actually people who whose job it is is to sit there and create that advert and you're like i think i could make a better one than that mm. and and i'm just little old me on instagram and and i like that i like i really enjoy realizing that actually you can do a lot of things that you think are like way beyond you. Like when you start learning about it more, like this industry for sure, where you're like, actually there are all these production companies out there. Like I'm, I'm going to start my own production company soon and try and come up with oh, my great own idea. ideas and stuff like that, because it's not that hard. Like, like, like if, as long as you're creative and you have some fun ideas and you've worked in the industry, like it's, it's just b- because there are these huge production companies you like you freak out and you're like oh god like what what can i you know i'm never going to be able to do that you don't need as long as you have an idea and it's a good idea and you believe in that idea then you can sell that to a channel the channel yeah. will want that, and then you can co-pro that and stuff so it's all really boring but like 
Like there's so many things that actually, if you just go, well, I can do that because I understand it. So that's definitely something that I want to sort of dip my, dip my toe into with production companies and stuff like that. Uh, the digital marketing for sure. We are releasing an app uh, very, not very soon, but relatively soon. Oh, um, tell us about that. It's a, well, I don't know how much I can say, but it's basically a social, it's like a, a content creator app. Um, which oh, is amazing. Like, hopefully going to be very good, but I can't say too much about it because it's obviously not out yet. Yeah, but it's got to be a secret. When it is, we'll be coming straight back on this podcast. Uh, yes. And, uh, and, and, and I'll be shouting it everywhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's good. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely fingers in a lot. Of, and then I think a lot of, I know this, like you know, everyone says this, but I think it's very important that, you know, when from any money you do, mate, you want to save a little bit of that and invest it in certain things, the boring stuff that, you know, you should get stocks and shares accounts, stuff like that. So like, that's what I do. Like I do multiple different things that sort of, um, you know, pay to investment stuff. And then that's the stuff that I don't have a clue about. And then I go like, okay, I give that to someone else and be like, please help me. Um, <laughs> like, help. So that's sort of the train of things that happen. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is a whole load of stuff. Uh, this search is interesting. Sam Thompson teeth. I mean, ah, yes, that, yeah, yeah. I, there's I've, been a glow up, hasn't there? No, I, I've, been... typed, I've typed that in myself. Um, I just typed to, just to see, see how great no, they look now like to what they used people. to look like. I like showing people when they're like, when they're like, well, I don't know if I should get veneers. I'm like, mate, let me show you what I had. I was like, you don't need veneers. Like, you don't need them. Like, I needed them. You don't. They were like, oh, I've got one tooth that's like ever so slightly out loud. Like, no, 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 no. If I had your teeth, I wouldn't have got veneers. Like, I type in Sam Thompson teeth a lot. I had like, I had like golem teeth. They were like, like fucking, sorry, fangs that used to come out. Like, they were terrible. Like tombstones. They were terrible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got the front four, front four veneered up, which was just the best. It was honestly the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, they look amazing. Yeah, I feel like with teeth as well, if you're if you're conscious of them, it totally like changes the way you act. Like I got like Invisalign just before I got married and I was like, oh, the fact that I now have straight teeth. I'm just like, yes. Yeah, makes well such a difference. You, well done you for sticking with that because that is so... T- I had the whole Invisalign thing, stuff like that. It just it just didn't work. Like it wasn't, because my teeth were just a weird shape. Invisalign didn't, you've got lovely teeth anyway. They're the nice shape. So like you didn't, you don't need that. Whereas me, <laughs> I actually just, it just wouldn't have worked. I just needed yeah. new um, You were like, yeah. just help me. <laughs> it's funny because I used to smile without, I used to go like this, I used to smile with it, without my like teeth and stuff. Now I like just, I look at teeth so much now, probably because I didn't have good ones. But they, the only downside is that they've given me a slight lisp um, but I suppose that's just a little bit of Sam charm now. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves that, I'm sure. Uh, the next search is Sam Thompson, Harry Potter. So are you oh, like a huge fan? The hugest yeah. fan in the world? I would say the hugest, because I'm sure there's someone out there who's got more memorabilia than me, but I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. Just more so just than anything. Just the, the books are bloody amazing. Stephen Fry is the best audio tape, like, narrator you've ever heard and he does the mm-hmm. best audio tape uh and, and it just takes me back to a magical time i mean when i used to go and watch it with my mum and in the cinema and it was just like it's just such a like you lose yourself in that world i love like lord of the rings i'm the same star wars mm-hmm. i love anything that you can lose yourself in a different dimension or a different like reality 
and you're like and it's just fantasy and I, i'm a huge geek so anything fantasy is just is so up my street i love harry potter as well i feel like you need to throw some sort of like harry potter fancy dress party or has that happened yet if not yeah it's mate, my be done. girlfriend threw me a uh, 27th surprise harry potter themed party and it was unbelievable. oh wow amazing yeah, yeah, we had wands, we had cakes that were like as snitches and like it was just yes. it was yeah, it was so good. I'm a Hufflepuff as well. Oh, are you? Not a Gryffindor? No, I wanted to be a Gryffindor, but I didn't get the call up annoyingly. I, I, I stuck <laughs> my route. I did the Pottermore um, Harry Potter house search and I did it twice. Uh, and, and, and if I'm true to myself, I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. I feel like I want to be a Gryffindor just because it's the best, but I don't think I'm uh, wholesome enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not brave enough. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just such a Neville Longbottom. It's frightening. <laughs> um, a lot of people also typing in the words Sam Thompson tattoos. I know you've got a few, so we could be here for a while, but try and talk us through some of them quickly. Maybe some of your favourites. Uh, okay. Well, I just come back from a wedding and I got asked this quite a bit. Um, I got, so this one, uh, it is, it's, Simba, but it's sort of the other wrong way around. So oh yeah, Simba there. Oh cute. Um, so in the Lion King, where Rafiki draws Simba on on a on a tree with his thumb, um, and uh, I don't have that many meanings behind these stats, but this is a meaning one. Um, I basically my ex ex girlfriend. I went to go and see her someone. I can't remember who it was. And they were a card reader. Um, and I don't really believe in that kind of stuff, but like I sort of like humored it because I was with my ex girl. I was like, oh, really? Um, and then, but she said, she was some, one thing she said kind of stuck with me a little bit. She was like, you're a late bloomer, which I am. Like, I was quite immature for my age. And uh, she was like, you're, you're going to sort of realize all your potential at around 32. Um, and you're going to be really like happy when you're like 32. Not that you're not happy now, but like you're going to, you know, when you reach that moment, it's going to be 32. Um, so I was like, Okay, sweet. You put a lot of emphasis on 32. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I was 25 at the time, so I was like, I got a lot of time. And I was like, I'm a Leo. Uh, so obviously that's the lion. And I thought, well, I'll get the cub. So Simba, the way Rafiki draws it on the tree. Um, I'll get the, so because the, uh, the Leo that I am is at the moment still a cub. Uh, and then at 32, if I, on my birthday, if I'm where I want to be in my life and I'm happy and stuff like that, uh, I don't know how well do you know Lion King that well or love Lion King I'm well, you following know, you I'm with you Aaron Rafiki then when he finds out he's alive he then and grown up he draws the mane with his thumb over the over the thing oh yes so you can get that like, added on yeah if I'm where I want to be um at 32 years of age uh on my birthday I'm gonna get a um a mane sort of like smudged in around there and if I'm not I'm just gonna put a times two next to it so you know <laughs> go another couple of years and then I've actually got the Harry Potter steps from that. So this is from the Marauders map. Um, oh, yeah. And then up there it says mischief managed. And so at 32, if I'm where I want to be in life, my mischief will be managed. Cut that. You still this through? No, that's the only one. The other ones are just a shit. Oh, <laughs> you're just like, just, pop, just do whatever. I've got that <laughs> so cool written here. I mean, that's, that's all you need to know. I basically, because no one else thinks they're cool, I had to tell people. <laughs> so when you were around, by, by like, showing them your arm <laughs> yeah yeah they're really cool that's a, that's the elder one. Oh yeah that i mean that's amazing yeah got a little smiley face there but i mean my tattoos are absolutely terrible i mean they're not are they all on not, that same arm 
yeah yeah so i've got they're all just sort of like dotted around on my forearm um and i got one there but yeah I, I i don't want like a sleeve or anything i just like loads of individual sort of things that are like around and uh yeah so i just I, I decorate a little bit and then but then i'm done like after so i'm never gonna go i'm never gonna leave this arm okay until it's full or nearly full and then go to my <laughs> face i'm gonna get a teardrop <laughs> in my eye and like a star in my thing like little Uzi. Or like post Malone, always tired. I'm like, oh, that's. I think it's. I think it's Lil Uzi or someone's got a um, got a got a diamond engraved in their skull. You're saying? Wow. Oh, you know, I. Oh, yes, I have that. I'm like, how did that get in there? How do they do that? Much how painful it must have been. That you just don't need that as well. Someone's robbing that out of your head. Imagine being. Imagine being robbed. Imagine being robbed out of your head. Gross. Gross. Ah, it's that time of the show. No, no, please don't cry. It's okay, we're going to be back. But first, we have to shove some adverts your way. Dear listener, stay strong. Deep breaths. It's only a minute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. 
The autofill search questions are done. We've completed it, mate. And now it's time for Internet Tombola. So I've trawled the internet to find the weird and wonderful things that people have been posting about you. So this could include, you know, comments from Instagram, some stuff from Reddit threads, tabloid headlines, all sorts. So let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. Come on! Give me something good. It's landed on headlines. Uh, this one is from the Mirror back in 2016. Yeah. Made in yeah. Chelsea, Sam Thompson racks up £24,000 <laughs> on wild it. night out with castmates. I mean, how much? I'm going to need an itemised bill here. £24,000. You know Explain so yourself. You know when I was just like, you know, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm not rich. I'm not rich. And then it's just like, there's a story that's come up about a twenty-four thousand pound bar yeah. bill. So basically, yeah, it doesn't quite doesn't quite <laughs> add up. It's basically, this absolute beep, right? Who is actually now a friend of mine, but at the time was just like this owned this nightclub in Watford, and uh, and he. So basically, me, James Dunmore, and JP, both of whom were on Main Chelsea at the time, and Toff actually, uh, went to this nightclub. And it was like uh, one of our first ever PAs. I was very young. And, um, and we, we went there and he was like, obviously wanted to get like pat photos and stuff of us and things like that. He went, can I borrow your phone? I just want to do an Instagram story of like the club. And I was like, I was quite drunk. I was like, yeah, yeah, go for it or whatever. He took a photo because obviously the drinks and stuff were free because like, he was like, I want you guys to come to the club. And so we're like, well, sweet. Oh, right, yeah. Give it to us for free. And then, so we were on this table and then he had wrapped up himself, the club had wrapped up that bar bill from like, from not just, not just from our table either, from like loads of different tables. And it was just on a receipt. And so like, it was oh, like so he stitched you up big, there. And he's taken a photo of this fat receipt that is like the club's earnings, not from us, from everyone, right? And being like, look, and I put it up within minutes, mate. And bearing in mind, it was quite late. It was like everywhere. And I was like, I look like such, like just one of those absolute, like just bell ends now. And I was like, you're so <laughs> yeah. annoying. And yeah, I it looks like you're proper like, flexing, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, You're such a big boy. And I was like, the funny thing is, I, the only thing I bought was a kebab at the end of the night. And it's like, <laughs> so annoying. Like, like genuinely, I've got... Luckily, got it all. For, like, I got like a, a couple of vodkas for free, and it's like it's just so annoying. But yeah, that's something that quite funny though, because it's just it's just so the real story is so much more disappointing than <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah, it goes from big flex to actually just a huge stitch up by one of your mates, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Next, it's landed on Twitter, and it's one of the many memes and captions made using the audio of your argument with Zara. Zara yeah, screaming, yeah. you can. You, of course, saying, no, I can't. I'm not sure how many of these you see. Somebody's oh, put... No, I made my own. <laughs> oh, my God, you did. I think I saw this with the Nandos. With the Nandos. <laughs> it went down so badly, I had to delete it. What? Oh, I didn't know that. What, people didn't everyone find it just, funny? Oh. oh, I was like, why are you mocking it? I was like, I'm mocking myself. I'm, li- I'm the one who's in it. It's, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> and I, it, I, I put it back up like semi-recently, but at the time, right. it went nuts. I put it up and within about 15 minutes, had 10,000 comments. 
And I was like, oh my God. And you know, when like something's like becomes too big and I was like, this yeah. is actually like a huge thing. I was like, wait, and still obviously went everywhere. But like, yeah, that was, uh, that was quite big. But yeah, the meme, the memes, I love the memes, mate. Like, right. I like, that's what it's all about. For so many different things. There are a lot of football memes where it's just like Arteta, like trying to be like, we're going to get 19th place. <laughs> <laughs> so no. the fans going, I can't do it. And I'll take it. So many people use it for everything. So these tweets, they've they've tried to to put their own spin on it. Someone's saying, convincing myself I can just eat a few Pringles out the tub. I'm with them on this. I can't. It's impossible, isn't it? You start. That's it. What, what's your Pringle of choice though? Oh, uh, Texas barbecue, probably. Yeah, or maybe original. Like- a lot of I people like, like the sour like, cream no, and chai. No, no, I'm out of something. I don't like sour cream. I need that. I love original, and I know that's weird because like there's probably better paprika as well. Is so oh good. yeah, that's that's top tier business. That. Um, what's this one here? Another user saying, "Me telling myself I'll stay in this weekend. I can't." Oh, that's such <laughs> that a is me. One. I'm my one was way better than that. The Nando's one stacked <laughs> that one. You set the bar. I mean, I mean, there's there's loads. Is there any like dodgy memes of yourself that you've spotted over the years? <laughs> or have you blanked them out? <laughs> not really, to be fair. I've been quite lucky. I think that I, the thing is, I'm not famous enough to like to like warrant the bit. That was like probably one of the only things that like has really done the rounds on like the oh my god sound. Like most of the time, you've like you know, there's so many other people that like can be memed, you know, like Gemma Collins. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean, the GC, she she's the queen, yeah. Everything she says is a meme. So like, like you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do enough stuff for people to like, to, to create things. I'm sort of like an incognito voyeur of things that go on. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> I quite like it. It's, it's a good place to be. It's landed on YouTube next, and it's some comments from a video called Most Awkward and Shocking Moments on Made in Chelsea with Sam Thompson and more. Um, (laughs) This comment, Sam is as threatening as a -a (laughs) Build-A-Bear. Do you know what's so good? My, so I did, I had an argument with a guy from from the show, like last series, bear in mind, I'm getting a bit old, I'm not old, but like, in terms of the show, like I kind of am, and I was just like, I, not an argument. I basically was just like, look, man, you're acting like a bit of a knob. Uh, don't. Uh, and uh, and and and, but like, I just he didn't take that very well, and I was like, <laughs> I I'm not a shouter or anything like that. Like I I don't I don't, also don't care enough to really like shouts. I was doing like <laughs> this like plain signalling thing. I'm so bad at arguing that like everything I do is like this. And it literally was just like, I watched myself and I was like, how can anyone take me seriously when I'm just like doing a fucking dance? Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. is it an exercise class? Is he signaling down a plane? Stop, we don't know. Stop being a wanker. Do you know what I mean? Like, just why can't <laughs> you just listen to me, right? And we can just, you know, like do it together. And I was just like, this is just, I'm like, this is never going to work. So, yeah, I completely agree. I'm the, le- I'm the worst person to have an argument with in the history of TV, for sure. Oh, it's too nice. And if it ever oh, I love that. A fight, if it ever came to a fight, I would literally go, ah, and then run. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a really fast runner. So, like, so, yeah. That's if, good. If anyone, if anyone's like, what are you going to do? I'd literally sit there and go, nothing. <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> nothing, nothing but leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, walk. 
this other comment is pretty good as well. Um, they've just put, I'm so confused. Is this show real or is it scripted? <laughs> I, I think people so kind of, I think people know now, but for anyone that, that doesn't really know about the show, is there any juice that you can give us on it that hasn't, that isn't already out there? Like what, you know, what really goes on? How does it operate? The thing is, mate, it's, it's, it's more real than people think. And I find it so mm. funny. That I've read some, I find reading some Daily Mail comments sometimes quite, like I enjoy it because yeah. like, no, but actually just because it's just like, I'm pretty sure that the people who are writing these things also don't really mean it. I think they are actually almost bantering on a whole new level. Like, cause it's become such a thing now that I like, it's just quiet jokes. And I was actually going to do quite a, like a, what I thought was a funny video about it, but I don't know if I can be bothered, but it's quite a complicated thing. But anyway, I spider by, I was reading through it and um, I saw someone do this essay being like, being like, um, I could like someone was obviously quite impassioned about something that had happened on Main Chelsea, which is well within their right. And uh, and this person literally was like, "Do you not understand?" Like, talk to the other user like they were a piece of shit, and we're like, and literally, it's like so stupid. And was like, "Do you not understand?" Like, it's so embarrassing how you think this is actually real. They're given scripts. I have someone who work. I have one of my friends knows someone who works on it. They're given scripts at the start of every single day, and they're fully fledged actors. But the way they're explaining it is literally like they're talking to a child, and they cannot believe how stupid they are. And I read this going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like yeah, that's I, not it, mate. If I was given a script, do you think I'd do reality TV? Do you think I would not be in Hollywood or EastEnders trying to actually be an actor? Like, how can you, like, didn't do a drama, but it's okay because I'm going to learn a script. Like, it, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like, fail on every exam, but somehow I'm a good enough actor that I'm going to literally walk in and be like, right, guys, what we got the agenda? what's on the agenda today? Right. Sam cheats, then, then, then has an argument with, it's like, how do you then formulate that? I find it, like, hilarious how people actually think that's true. The only thing that is, like, that is, is, tweet for like people's entertainment is um is is bumping into someone because like obviously right. or being put in a situation that you wouldn't normally be in so for example if they would call up someone and be like look how do you feel about this this goes for every reality show right they're like how do you feel about this um and they go oh i don't like such and such because of what happened away from the cameras they go okay great well what we're gonna do is we're gonna put you in a room with them right and we're going to let you tell them that story. So the mm -hmm. story is completely real every time. The location is the only thing that isn't. But you couldn't have a show without having a location. You can't have Love mm. Island without the villa. You can't, like, it's not like they're just going to have a big camera following you around. And then you just happen once a month to bump into someone that is also on the show. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you, have, you have to have a location to talk about the stuff that is real. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing really, which is depressing because you, you'd love it to not be because then you can kind of blame that. You can yeah, like, I think people oh, people have probably got it. <laughs> yeah, because people have almost got it wrong then that they think it's entirely fake. The only thing I imagine is that yeah, you're you're put in this situation, so you're having an argument with somebody, and then do they like film it again to get like different bits from it or to make sure you've got stuff for the audience? So if you're having a conversation with someone, it's not at all angry and it's not an argument it's just a it's just like a, you're having a chat with someone 
then they'll be like, oh yeah, um, do you want to do you want to say that again? Because we didn't quite get the right angle on you and something like that. And you're like, yeah, sure. Because it's done. If you're having a rager, it's one take one. You get one go, basically. Really? Because they're just like yeah. capturing the, the madness and the chaos. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? What? They literally go, oh yeah. Do you mind having that argument all over again? You can't just go, yeah, I'm just going to regurgitate all of it. <laughs> like, there are times where like a producer will run in because a lot, a lot of the time, so the producers are basically there for reminding you what you've already told them. So basically, if you've been like, I'm annoyed because X, Y, and Z, and then you're in a argument and because you're really bad at arguing, you've forgotten your points, they'll be like, just remember that you told us this, that, and the next thing. You're like, oh yeah, okay, cool, that was my point. And then you go like, and you say that. So like they're there for that. So sometimes like if an argument's happening and they look like they'll stop be like they'll take you two apart and they'll be like, you know, if you're arguing with an ex-girlfriend or whatever, they'll be like, Do you remember that obviously when you were saying to us on the phone? Because basically you had these debriefs like twice a week, um, which okay. I don't have anymore. But <laughs> yeah, they I basically just turn up now and just go, right, I don't want to know anything. I just want to go. <laughs> and uh, and um they 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 yeah, they'd like call you up and be like, you know, what what do you how do you feel? then you tell them how you feel and then they would remind you how you feel once you're there just so like you don't forget basically so that's the only time it ever really stops as if like you're not explaining everything that you've already told them on the phone or mm-hmm. like you will tell them in person um but yeah no it's not it's nowhere near as fake and i would love it to be <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as people think it is um but yeah it's uh reality tv is just it's it's an amazing beast there was a girl actually on um on uh, Married at First Sight recently. I don't know if you've watched it, but she's called Nikita. So good. Um, do you know Nikita, the really mouthy one? Mm. And uh, I looked at her Instagram. She's like, done all these posts, being like, please guys, do remember that it's all for your viewing pleasure and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, that is such a cop-out. I was like, you basically <laughs> are, like, you know you've acted like an absolute dick. And you've literally turned around and been like, oh, it's for, look, remember, it's for your, you're not part of the process. You're not there in the edit going like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we'll put that in. And I'm then going to go out and act like a knob. No, no, no. You acted like a knob. And yeah, then, like, and you, that's on TV. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no one told you to do that. You weren't like, you weren't with the execs, like in the background going, right, we need to make this seem really good, guys. This is for everyone's viewing pleasure. So we're going to send you in and you're going to like be, no, that's who you are. You've got to own that. Yeah. It's, it, I, that really annoyed me. So I was like, you're making it, you're making it look like everything is fake and it's just not, you've actually mm. been a dick. You've got to own that. <laughs> yeah. Just admit if you're a dick, that's, you that's the rules, dude, isn't it? Yeah. So many people, me included in, in, in any sort of entertainment stuff, struggle to admit they've been an idiot. Like mm. so many people. And I'm, I'm only just learning it now. They're like <laughs> so much better just to be like, fucked it. Like, yeah, oh yeah. my God. That was I me. Yeah. Like that, if I had just done that so many other times in the past, it's been like, I'm really sorry. Like, I just bogged it, completely fucked it. I hold my hands up. Like, I do apologize. God, the stress I would have not gone through. Cause like, oh God, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta go, fucked it. Okay, and we're going to end on another one from Twitter. Uh, this user says, I know Anton Deck will never be replaced, but I really, really would love to see Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks do their own thing together. Pair of legends, which is super Hello. lovely. 
Could you be uh, the next Anton Deck, you two? What do you reckon? Not a chance, <laughs> mate. No one can be out of deck. I can tell you that was a We could be the first ever Sam and Pete, though. Um, That's it. It, 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 it would be a dream of mine to do some more stuff. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's a hard old, it's a hard old sort of, I say it's a hard old job, people laugh at me, but like it's, it's, it's hard because so many people want to do the same thing. Um, and coming from a reality TV background, immediately, you know, you're not Lee Francis, you know, you're not, you're not um, Keith Lemon and you're not like, fucking who's the like who's the girl who's Amanda Holden like all these people who are so have been in this industry for so long and are respected in the industry and then they just look at you and go well you don't have the talent for it and it's like it's quite annoying I understand it because they're like oh you just joined a reality show like you aren't good at the other stuff but you know I do believe that we're actually quite good at it and 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 I, and I think that we both really enjoy presenting and hosting and and we we'd see it as a as a job, and and we really want to learn, and I and I and I think that it's quite hard sometimes for like the slightly older commissioners and TV heads to uh, see through the sort of like let's say nouveau reality stuff um, and get give people an opportunity. So in answer to the question, I would love I would love to absolutely love to. Um, I might end up having to do it myself, <laughs> just <laughs> just putting stuff on my Instagram of us just hosting and presenting things that I've made up myself, um, because I don't know if anyone's actually going to give us too much of an opportunity. But if they ever did, we would take it with 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 ten hands for sure. Well, you've recently done the reality news on E4, which I've E4. loved watching. Um, is there E4. more of that from you guys? Yeah. Maybe. Well, we- Look, you'll have to stay tuned on that one, but look, it's it's E4 gave us a huge opportunity, um, and they are probably one of the only people who, in that vein of sort of hosting, have, have given us an opportunity. And that was our idea as well. Love it was that. mine. I thought of it in the shower, and uh, I pitched it to about I think I did about ten pitch meetings where like I'd have to be like, this is what it is, this is why it works, this is why it, this, this is what we think we're going to get the audience, we think we're going to get and stuff like that. Like I knew it worked because it's just Pete Wicks commenting on things that he doesn't care about. That works. Cause it's just hilarious. Cause to see him talk about Love Island, he's never watched an episode in his life. I want to mm-hmm. hear what Pete thinks about it, but you know, you've got to jump through these hoops and, and this, that, and, and E4 were awesome, man. Cause they gave us the opportunity. So love you E4. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that, that's the best thing I've ever done. I loved it so much. Pete would so probably good. not think cause then he's completely <laughs> obliged to work with me. And what would be the dream show to host then, with or without Pete, whether you can get him involved or you do it solo? Love Love Island, Island, really? Only because I'm just such a massive fan. Like I am a huge, but I wouldn't want to do the main show. I'd want to do the after bit because you get to. Mm. I'm the gossip. Yeah, yeah, I want the gossip. I want to ask them my questions. Like I wanted to be like I wanted to be sit there and like throw the cards away and be like right. Why Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like when, you're, when you do the whole villa thing, you like walk in and you, you know, you got to look all sexy and you got to look like really stern and mature. Like, I have none of that. Like, I just want to sit there and get all the gossip. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would say if I could do anything for my own personal, not career-wise, my own personal love for the show would be probably After Sun. <laughs> yeah, you probably Which lose never, your mind. Yeah. Well, never, never, never say never. Um, and that is that. Sam Thompson, well done on completing Celebrity Search Engine. How did you find it? 
Abby, I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. You've got a lovely oh. voice. Boy. That sounds weird. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully I can stay in broadcasting. You have been an absolute treat. Uh, before you go, though, uh, one final question. Who would you like to nominate to come on the podcast and go wow. through the celebrity search engine experience sometime soon? Who are we staying? I'd like to get Pete on it. Because if you asked him those questions, I'd love to see what he says. Like, I'm, I'm quite emotional. And like, I'm quite an open book. Like, if you ask me a question, I'll tell you like how I really feel. But like, I would love to see what Pete would say to like some of these like more invasive questions. So I would probably say Pete just to see him squirm. All right, let's make that happen. That would be amazing. Yay! Let me know hey. if you guys I actually want to watch it. Um, do you think he'd hate it though? Because he's really private. I don't know. If we if we lie to him about it, <laughs> we'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just get him on. And then, and then, then it's just, too late. <laughs> And then just ask about his life. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't miss an episode. We have got some amazing guests coming up and you don't want to miss anything. If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating. Five stars would be much appreciated. And let us know in the review or over on socials who you'd like to see next. Sam Thompson has gone and nominated Pete Wicks, but who would you like to see? We are at Celeb Search Engine on Instagram. Until next time, everybody, I'm your host, Abby McCarthy, and thanks for using the Celebrity Search Engine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.